Today you're going to learn some key concepts on how to own your morning and elevate your life. I share some amazing insights from Robin Sharma's book, The 5am Club. And as you will soon see, I totally geek out about this stuff. And I am incredibly excited to jump in and share some of his takeaways. I think you're going to love it as much as I do, if that's possible. Hello, I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Welcome back to Fulfillment Therapy. I'm your host, Kendra Nielsen, and today we're going to discuss a life-changing book that I've already mentioned a couple times called The 5 A.M. Club. My friends, this book has been so pivotal in elevating my routines and my thinking that I knew I wanted to share it with you while it's still fresh. You're going to want to kiss me for these quotes and concepts, or probably more accurately, you'll want to kiss Robin Sharma, who wrote the book. So let's jump right in. Like I just said, this book is amazing. And as I've been preparing for this episode, I have noticed that I'm smiling a lot and I'm so giddy, which doesn't really make a lot of sense because I wasn't even able to find any of these quotes online. So I had to type most of them out myself. And this is another really funny part. I already have three pages and I'm not going to necessarily share all of those. But after three pages, I was like, okay. I better stop for now. That's probably enough. (laughs) And I only got through page 39 of the book. And there's 314 pages in the book. It is incredible. Now, I will say that this book does have a sort of cheesy storyline that some of the self-help books use to get listeners more engaged. It connects the concepts with a story so that it's more memorable. But Regardless of that, it really is easier to pay more attention when there is a storyline. So I listened to this book and then I immediately bought the paper copy so that I could highlight it. And I was even getting frustrated with myself with how much I was highlighting. So if you notice enthusiasm in my voice, it's there for a reason. These concepts are so transformative and I cannot wait to share them with you. Let me start with one from Ayn Rand, and it says, Do not let your fire go out. Spark by irreplaceable spark in the hopeless swamps of the not quite, the not yet, and the not at all. Do not let the hero in your soul perish in lonely frustration, 
for the life you deserved and have never been able to reach. The world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It's yours. Isn't that a phenomenal opening to the book? That is very much what I want for myself and what I want for you guys. Don't let your fire go out. The world that you desire can be one, and it is possible. In our own ways, we're all looking for fulfillment, or at least to feel that we are not half alive. And as I read this book, I really felt so very alive, and that the things that I wanted were possible. Oh, so transformational. I just love good books. (laughs) Here's another one that he says. Each of you has a call on your lives. Every one of you carries an instinct for excellence within your spirits. No one in this room needs to stay frozen in average and succumb to the mass mediocritization of behavior evident in society. Limitation is nothing more than a mentality that too many people practice daily until they believe it's a reality. It breaks my heart to see so many potentially powerful human beings stuck in a story about why they can't be extraordinary. You need to remember that your excuses are seducers, your fears are liars, and your doubts are thieves. Do you see what I'm talking about, you guys? Do you see how awesome these things are? I'm going to read that last part again so you get that. Are you stuck in a story about why you can't be extraordinary? And he goes on to say that last line that I thought was so good. You need to remember that your excuses are seducers. Your fears are liars. And your doubts are thieves. I'm curious if you've seen that in your life. Do you feel that you're fears have lied to you and that your doubts have robbed you and that your excuses have seduced you because I know that I have. There was a big part of me that wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I thought it would be too hard and too impossible and that there's no way I could become that. There's no way I could be a leader. And even now, there are times when I definitely become afraid to put myself out there so much and to be seen by so many more all the time. And it's honestly terrifying sometimes, especially when you're not really certain what's going to come at you. And sometimes, even unintentionally, it's hurtful. I wonder what it is for you. When I was reading some of these things, I thought about different podcast interviews I've done. Some of them have been aired. Some of them have not quite yet. But most of them spoke to this about how their excuses and their fears and their doubts really prevented them from leaning in and becoming their best self and really improving their mental health and wellness. Okay, here's another one. This one's a little bit longer, so stay with me. I'll try to jazz it up a little bit. (laughs) No matter where you are on the pathway of your life, please don't let the pain of an imperfect past hinder the glory of your fabulous future. You are so much more powerful than you currently understand. Splendid victories and outright blessings are coming your way. And you're exactly where you need to be to receive the growth 
necessary for you to lead the unusually productive, extremely prodigious, and exceptionally influential life that you've earned through your hardest trials. Nothing is wrong at this moment, even if it feels like everything's falling apart. I just want to pause right there for a second. Do you feel like that sometimes, that everything's falling apart and you're running on fumes and you're just in that survival mode that I mentioned on the podcast? Keep this in mind. These things have a purpose. Nothing is wrong with you and what is in your life. It goes on to say, if you sense your life's a mess right now, this is simply because your fears are just a little stronger than your faith. With practice, you can turn down the volume of the voice of your scared self and increase the tone of your most triumphant side. The truth is that every challenging event you've experienced, each toxic person that you've encountered, and all the trials you've endured have been perfect preparation to make you into the person who you are now. You needed these lessons to activate the treasures talents, and powers that are now awakening within you. Nothing was an accident. Zero was a waste. You're definitely exactly where you need to be to begin the life of your most supreme desires. Okay, I know that was a little long, and I apologize, but oh, so good, you guys. I can see you smiling and laughing at my nerdiness, but I fully embrace that because this is pretty epic, you have to admit. I want to just read a little part of that again, just one line. If you sense your life's a mess right now, it's simply because your fears are just a little stronger than your faith, but you can turn down that volume of your scared self and increase the most triumphant side. And all these trials have prepared you perfectly to become the person who you are now. And you needed those very things to activate those treasures, talents, and powers that are now awakening within you. Nothing was an accident. Zero was a waste. God, isn't that so good? Sometimes when I read things like this and I get really excited and I look around me and I want to share it with people, it surprises me that it doesn't always create this joy and this excitement within people. Exactly like I just said before, that you can almost feel your spirit and your body come alive and just re-energize very much like you have been sleeping and you're just waking up and you feel so good. That's how this feels when I read these things. Here's another one. Society has sold us a series of mistruths that pleasure is preferable to the terrifying yet majestic fact that all possibility requires hard work, regular reinvention, and a dedication as deep as the sea to leaving our harbors of safety daily. I believe that the seduction of complacency and an easy life is 100 times more brutal, ultimately, than a life where you go all in and take an unconquerable stand for your brightest dreams. Powerful stuff, isn't it? I'm going to read that last line one more time. I believe that the seduction of complacency and an easy life is 100 times more brutal, ultimately, than a life where you go all in and take an 
unconquerable stand for your brightest dreams. I see that so much with my clients constantly where they come to me and they're like, why am I so sad? Why am I so anxious? Why am I depressed? Why am I overwhelmed? And as we do assessments and as we talk and I get to know their story and understand them, often this is the culprit, that seduction of complacency and that acceptance of this cultural norm of living half alive and just going to work and watching Netflix and that's about it. It's no wonder that that is the result, that anxiety, that depression, that overwhelm. Because they're not taking a stand for their brightest dreams. They are letting their treasures and talents and powers lie dormant within them. And I wish more people could know about this. And I'm so grateful that you guys are listening to this podcast, but so many people aren't. So many people are content living half alive and confused why life is so dim and bleak and gray. All right, now I'm off of my soapbox for a minute. (laughs) Here's another one. Becoming legendary is never easy, but I'd prefer that journey to the heartbreak of being stuck in ordinary that so many potentially heroic people deal with constantly. You might be thinking, I don't have big ambitions. I don't have huge dreams. And that might be the case. That might be where you're at right now. And that's completely fine. That often comes as you move up Maslow's hierarchy and as you get closer to more fulfillment. And as you do that, that is where joy and creativity and altruism really lie or that charity or that desire for a greater good beyond Netflix, beyond a nine to five job, beyond washing the dishes, you know what I mean? Beyond just your normal daily routine. And I'm not saying you can't do those things or you shouldn't do those things. I'm just saying as you move up that pyramid and find greater fulfillment, you'll begin to create those dreams and get really clear on what your mission and what your purpose is. And I love helping people discover that which you might be able to tell with my really enthusiastic voice. (laughs) Here's another one. Walking into the very things that scare you is how you reclaim your forgotten power and how you get back the innocence and awe you lost after childhood. Don't you love that line that says forgotten power? So if you want to reclaim that forgotten power and that innocence and that awe from childhood, Do the things that scare you, whatever that might be. And that requires some exploration too, and we'll get to that on other episodes, but hopefully you have an idea of what that is, the things that will help you reclaim your forgotten power. Here's another short one. You can fit in, or you can change the world. You don't get to do both. And again, you might be thinking here, I have no intention of changing the world. I'm not really interested in that. I don't want to do all those really big, scary, and intimidating things. And if you're thinking that, I would push back a little bit. That's exactly what parents are. That's exactly what Christians are. Any value you stand for, any conviction that you have, every time you open your mouth and you take a stance, you're changing the world one way or another. In the 5 a.m. club, I really enjoyed a lot of different quotes that he brought into it. And he shared a quote by Theodore Roosevelt. 
that I've heard a lot of times, but I've never really paid attention to it. And when I read it this time with a pen in my hand, I was like, whoa, mind blown. Such a good quote. So I'm going to read it to you and I think you'll see what I mean. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. I'm going to pause here for a second. How are you in the arena right now? Is it you being really intentional in your parenting? Is it you standing up for something at work? Or like me, me doing this podcast and putting myself out there publicly in ways I never have before and doing these retreats and really leaning in to being a leader. What is it for you? Okay, now I'm going back to reading that last line again. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while Daring Greatly. Quick interjection here. Remember the book Daring Greatly by Brene Brown? Pretty sure she was inspired by him. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Oh my gosh, isn't that so good? I feel like standing up and clapping when I'm reading these quotes, especially this one. Like it just stirs something in you and you just want to go conquer the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one that feels this way. I don't think I am. I sincerely hope not anyway. I'm going to read just that last part again. Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Oh, so good. I have so many more fantastic quotes, and I don't know how to share them all without this going way over. So I'm going to pause this, and I'm going to pick my top three and end with my top three, and that breaks my heart because, like I said, I only got through to page 39 of sharing some of my favorite quotes, and there's over 300 pages in the book. So this hurts my soul right now. And again, you're probably either laughing to yourself right now or rolling your eyes. <laughs> Hopefully you're laughing. So I'm going to pause this and I'm going to come back with my last top, top favorites.
If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.